So now I ask you to please be in a spirit of meditation um, during the centering music as our acolyte brings the light of Christ in the sanctuary. Let's join a call to worship. Be filled with the Spirit. With the melody of God's love in our hearts. Let's all together as we're able.
You may be seated. And we'll have all of our kids come in for children's time. They'll come in from our outdoor seating. We've got a very special presentation that will the kids today. Distance Miss Rain made all these packs. Some of our friends brought in backpacks. Miss Sandy, I apologize that I didn't get you the note. But today we are going to have a special blessing of the backpacks. Some of our friends, the Burtons, are going to start school tomorrow. So we'll have today be our official blessing of the backpacks. Molly, guys, hold up your backpacks so that everybody sees that you brought them. This is the, the essential carry-on luggage for all their important needs for school. Pencils, crayons, markers, coloring books, comic books. That's what I used to hide in my backpacks, comic books. But let's join together in the, in the, the prayer that will be listed on the screen. This will be my part. Today, we have before us somebody that can't see. Guys, I got to get a little bit closer. Can I borrow your glasses, Annie? <laughs> Today we have before us backpacks to be carried to and from school by the children and youth gathered here. These backpacks will contain work to be done, works, work that's been returned, books to be studied, tools to complete homework, Notebooks, pencils, pens, protractors, compasses, crayons, rulers, scissors, glue sticks, and other items used for schoolwork will find their way in and out of these backpacks. Some days, so much stuff will fill these backpacks that the student may find it difficult to walk. Other days, they will, light, they will be light and nearly empty. But on each and every day, these backpacks represent work required of the studies of the students gathered here. And as in every aspect of our life, we bring these for God blessings at this time. So this, let's pray together for our dear friends' backpacks and their year at school. Let's join together in the reading on the screen. Gracious God, we lift to you today these students. They are ready to receive your blessing, and they commit themselves to study and learning in the school year ahead. We ask your blessing on each of them. Further, we ask your blessing on these backpacks. They will hold the schoolwork of each student and will be carried from home to school and back again. As these students carry these backpacks, May they be reminded of the love and care of this congregation that surrounds each school day. Amen. 
No, let's continue. <laughs> we pray as well for each teacher and administrator in our school. May they also be sustained by your blessing. May they be reminded that this congregation embraces their call to teaching and learning and surrounds them with love and care as well. We pray in the name of Jesus who we seek to follow day by day. Amen. I meant to do that right in front of you, but Pastor Drew's eyes are not as strong as they once were. I hope that you all have a great new school year, and to celebrate the new school year, we are going to start Sunday school again, and it's going to be outside. So we'll be out in the playground, and I thank you all for wearing your mask, and each family will have their own table. So listen to Miss Jan and, and follow her out to the playground, and she'll share with you where to sit so that you're social distanced and taking care of each other, okay? God bless. As we continue our time of getting to know each member of the church, we ask our dear friend Andy to come forward to share his history at North Coast United Methodist Church. Morning. All right, so um, my name is Andy Furee. I'm originally from South Africa. I arrived in, in the U.S. in January 2007 um, with the faith of leap and the net will appear. That's pretty much how I arrived um, in, in the U.S. after a 34-hour flight. Um, after a year of finding my way um, yeah, in Oceanside, I decided out and to start looking for a church. Now, in South Africa, it's just called the Methodist Church. It's not called the United Methodist Church. So I had to figure that out. But I thought, um, every time I drove on the freeway, I saw this um, insignia of our tower. And I was like, had to figure out where that was. Um, but at the time, I wasn't driving, so I was walking. So I Googled it like we all do these days. found, you know, on Kelly Street. But to my disgust that when you Google it, you got to put in the city. Because I didn't realize it was two Kelly streets. There's one in Carlsbad and there's one in Oceanside. So I was all excited that morning to come to church. Can't find this place. And that's where I figured out that there was two oceans, two Kelly streets. Anyway, um, so I found the church. When I arrived, it was unlike any other church I'd seen. It's sort of like I'm used to churches having pews. And, and it was so warm and um, welcoming. Um, a lot of them, all the members were um, warm and welcoming. I actually got invited out to a lunch. Um, but, um, and I pretty much just um, immersed myself in the community and so forth. And then in um, 2011, um, in um, um, 2011, um, Along my journey, I ended up where um, the church members um, really um, stepped up with me um, as um, my faith was, well, Lord, do you want me to continue being in, in the U.S. or not? And my family, um, church family, rallied around me and actually wrote letters of support for I see quite a few of them still here today. Um, and 
I'm pleased to announce that actually next month will be 10 years since that um, little adventure. Um, so, um, but I'm continually um, fed um, by um, the, the church and all the members, especially um, all the pastors, um, past and present, who have um, really been there for me. Uh, thank you, Pastor Drew, for especially in this last year and a half, um, keeping us going with YouTube and everything when we haven't had um, able to actually come indoors and so forth. And I just want to everybody know, continue that. Um, we're just going to continue to have love and patience and compassion for each other and um, in this time and know that um, it too shall pass. So um, in closing, I'm just um, truly blessed to be a part of this family and thanks everyone. Thank We're so very blessed by everybody that participates within our church and it's been such a great blessing hearing the life stories of each church member here. I want everybody to have an opportunity to share their story. So I'm trying to think of as many people to ask, but if I haven't thought to ask you. It's because I'm me and it's not your you. So send me an email if you want to share your story as well, because I want every story heard. Today we are, we are blessed, and I meant to share this during the offering time, especially during my conversation about the mask. I need to praise this church for a moment. The reason that we are still trying indoors is I've watched you follow the direction I've asked you to follow. I've been very blessed to see masks. I've been very blessed to see people sitting social distance. I've been blessing family units together. I'm blessed with friends that are sitting outside. Can I get a hallelujah from the outside? All right, are you ready for this? I think there's at least two people. Can I get a car honk from the cars? Maybe they're not using the signal today, but we got the FM signal on for people to use in the cars. And of course, our dear friends like Isla Tinkle and Steven Sagel who are watching on Zoom and Kathy Vasquez. I won't say any other names because I don't know. But we are doing all of these different things, and I have to take this moment to say thank you. You have done everything I've asked without kickback, and almost to my pastor friends, I can tell you, I think I'm the only one that's been that lucky. So thank you for participating, thank you for trying, and thank you for caring for each other. That's how I'm going to begin today's prayer, but I'm going to leave the rest of to my dear friend David Burton. Please join me in, in a moment of prayer. Bread of life, fill us with your spirit, that we may worship with thanksgiving and joy. Nourish us with your love and guide us with your wisdom and grace, that our judgments may be sound and our decisions full of understanding. Amen. And now as the Lord taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth and in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. to take a moment to hear the tinkling bells of the angels as they stop at that exact moment. <laughs> it's such a blessing to have the kids outside for Sunday school. It's good to have them here at our church. Pray with us as we continue to look for more ways for our friends to have more to play with when they come. So, together for our prayer of affirmation, we hear the ringing of instruments to remind us of the hope of the future. God's steadfast love is faithful and true, strengthening our steps and redeeming our lives. Amen. And now a reading from the book of Ephesians. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, and always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, as we feel the air move through this building, remind us of your spirit that moves and blows through our lives. As we hear the sounds of laughter and musical instruments, remind us 
of the generation that's to come that is walking your footsteps to show us a new path. And precious God, as we sit here with each other, although distanced, remind us of the unity that the Holy Spirit creates even when we're apart. That we know we are bound together, whether we're at home in our easy chair, outside on the patio, or sitting here in the sanctuary. We know that your reach reaches farther than we could fathom. Today, God, as we look at this scripture, as we hear these words of the Apostle Paul, we ask that you bless us. Be with us in this time of conversation, Lord. Amen. I want to lock in on one key verse that David just read for us. Thank you for reading for us today. Not letting any opportunity pass by. I want to think about that phrasing. I've heard the scriptures shared in so many different ways. In one way, it's shared as a roadblock. But today, I wanted to see like a big green light calling us to drive through and to go to places that we have never fathomed before. There are things that the Apostle Paul warns against within this scripture, and very rightfully so. Wanting us to be able to take care of ourselves and find a footing and foundation to find a footing of faith that we can stand upon as we proclaim who Jesus Christ is in the greater world. Everything in this. I know the Apostle Paul is talking to many people at the church of Ephesus, and I also hear the individualized conversations. Two individuals. Be careful of the thing that distracts you so that you can focus on the grace of Jesus Christ. I stand here and I know that we have many dear friends who deal with situations that they need something outside of themselves to find support in. I know that many of my friends have found support through faith and grace to overcome addiction issues. I know that I have dear friends in my life that have locked themselves in places of self-deprecation. Did I say that word almost right? Okay, but self-doubt and self-name-calling and such things, but they don't see their true value of who they are within Jesus Christ. As I hear the Apostle Paul share all these things, removing distractions away from our lives, I also hear the calling of being aware that even though you feel these things have a hold of you and have anchored you in one place those things have no power you are free to go wherever christ calls you being ready to go wherever it is necessary to share with dear souls and dear friends you are loved by god in other sharings of this scripture i've only heard the stop signs I've only heard, don't do this and do that. But Apostle Paul is not limiting conversation in the church of Ephesus to what not to do. As we begin to hear the Apostle Paul, rightfully so, sharing to step away from the things that cause divisions and distractions, 
He also calls individuals to go out and set others free from those distractions as well. Going wherever is necessary. I want to share with you something I learned as I went through my Hebrew class at Fuller Theological Seminary. There's this idea that's called putting a hedge around the law. Let me explain to you what that is. Using the example of the Hebrew scribes, if a pen was ever used to write down the name of God in a transcription, that pen was immediately thrown away. It's the idea that that pen was once used to proclaim something great, powerful, and it would be better to throw that pen away than to accidentally in the future use it to cause harm to someone else. Putting a hedge around the rules so much to the extent that you put something aside and ignore it so that you don't accidentally break the rule in sin. I've seen that in so many different ways. Not just in this explanation from my Hebrew teacher, but also so many times in my Christian development that I've heard churches have conversations on where to go to share the gospel of Jesus Christ But the response back was, we shouldn't go there because we may mess up. We may fail. And we may stumble. My favorite one that I grew up with when we had talked about places to take the gospel of Jesus Christ is, if I go there, it might hurt my testimony. That's not what the Apostle Paul is sharing within this Scripture. Yes, he's sharing the things to avoid so that we can get footing in faith, know the word, share, and live in something deep and rich within our hearts that we not stumble when we go to the scary places. But the Apostle Paul is not saying, do not go to the scary places. I am blessed. I'm blessed that one time in my life, my college best friend's dad was a United Methodist minister. And the moments that I got exhausted with the imagery of people trying to proclaim and protect their own testimonies, I learned about an individual that stepped outside of his testimony to be present in the community. I learned about a person who instead of trying to draw people into the sanctuary, he went out to the people. And the places where they lived and where the needs really were to go out and share with each individual that there's freedom in Jesus Christ. I'm blessed to have learned about an individual that as the American colonies were beginning to take shape, as people were leaving England to start a new culture and a new country in a new way, a loyalist to the king stepped out of his political ideals to take care of the needs of grace to people that he disagreed with. I have been blessed finding the path of John Wesley, showing a strong visual example of what it means not to be worried about my testimony, but being willing to go to the places that even I disagree with so that I can share with another soul that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm blessed to be here in your church as your pastor, as a pastor in the United Methodist Church.
that even though and we're all very well aware because I make sure that you know about it, even though our denomination at this time is in a interpersonal conflict with each other about who to care for and who to not, I am blessed to be a part of this congregation. Much in the image of John Wesley, whether we agree or not, we all agree that individuals deserve the opportunity to sit down in a place and hear they are loved by God. I am blessed by your living that example because it is the true heart of what the Apostle Paul is sharing in this scripture today. I wish I had a camera right now. Because there is a very simple example of what I'm trying to share with you, and none of you can see it, just me and David. Do you see any mouse? That is a community of people that may want to sit in here with your mouths free and breathe fresh air, but you care about each other to go ahead and take care of each other. David, for what you and I both see right now, I say thank you. There is a difference. And I always love John Wesley for this example. We as a culture have a way of politicizing things to reshape the conversation of actually talking about caring for each other, but creating a strife that deflects from what we're really trying to say. We exist in a culture that knows how to spark arguments to deflect the reality of what we're trying to point to instead of finding ways to shine a light of care to places that really need to be cared for. But John Wesley, once upon a time, loyalist to the king, decided to take care of the needs of grace of the American colonists stepping outside of his denominational practice, stepping outside of his political practice so that individuals could hear that you are loved by God. I thank you for doing that. I'm so grateful that we have a place that individuals can just come and find a welcoming place in a new country. I'm blessed that we have a place that people can come and have someone run up to them and say, we're so happy that you're here. And right now in the COVID time, do that really awkward, should I hug you or shake your hand or not, squirmy dance. But everybody knows that there's a heart of love that's behind that. For so many years, I've looked at the scripture and I've heard the knots. I've heard the knots. One of my personal heroes has a phrase, in a world of whys, be a why not. The Apostle Paul isn't saying don't. The Apostle Paul is saying feed yourself, find your footing, and then go out and be bold. Go out and care. Go out and transform. Go out and tell another individual that they are loved by Jesus Christ because we have too many friends in this world that have heard don't and they have heard you're not and they have felt less than and uncared for as we look at the scripture of Matthew 28 as we look at the words of Jesus Christ 
Just before Christ ascends into heaven, Christ shares his last message in person with everyone who followed him. And my stance and understanding is that this is the last thing I'm going to tell you in person. I want it to be the most important thing that you hear. And Christ shares the words, Go ye therefore into all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All nations, all places, all people, all needs. Combining that with these words of the Apostle Paul of the Church of Ephesus, I want you to pray over where is the scary place. Let's go over the things that I've asked you to pray over the last few weeks, and you'll start to see how they pace together. A few weeks ago, I asked you to proclaim your identity. I am. I'm a contractor. I'm a pastor. I'm a teacher. I'm a grandparent. I'm a mom. I'm a video technician. I'm a karate master. I am. I am. I am. The more ways we can proclaim we are and the more ways we can be comfortable within our identity, we continue to empower ourselves with the strengthening things instead of what the Apostle Paul is warning against, letting the things that hurt us have power. We are putting the power and identity that Jesus Christ has given us. The week after that, I shared with you to now take your identity and then how do you use it? How do you use that identity in such a way that you begin to create life memories for another person? And those life memories may be playing the, the maracas in the playground on a Sunday morning so you have a memorable moment in church that you want to relive. Or is that dear person like Miss Rain that takes a minute to call you during the week to say, I love you, to remind another person that they are special not just to God, but to her. All of the things that we do to proclaim our identity that creates lasting memories of others. And then we tie all that together to this week. We need to be aware and take care of ourselves and step away from the things that hurt us. We need to do that so we can have a strong foundation of faith and then we need to take that strong foundation of courage and go to the scary places so that other people who are suffering and hurting can hear the words, I love you. God loves you. And there is a place at the table for you. My life personally has been transformed through my growth in faith. Where I grew up in a church that didn't talk about LGBTQIA issues, I serve in a church that's reconciling issues. When I grew up in churches that were culturally divided, if you wanted to sit next to somebody that looked exactly like you, go to church in Martinsville, Virginia on a Sunday morning. To now I get to serve in a multicultural church with dear friends from South Africa and the Philippines and African-American friends. And we're all here together celebrating that we may come from different places, but we have a unifying love through Jesus Christ that gives us something to look forward to and to have in common with together. When we begin to look at the things that gives us strength, we can step forward to the scary places and share you are loved. 
today we're going to celebrate communion. And the beauty that we have within the United Methodist Church is we serve an open table of communion. I love that fact. They'll let Davis and Larry Aerosmith take communion in the Methodist Church, and that's a great thing. If it's your first time here in a church, you can come and take communion. You don't have to have a past, present, or a future. You just need to step forward. And I love that. You don't need to wear the same color of shoes, mine are pink today. You don't have to wear the same tie. You don't have to believe in the same political persuasion. You just step forward and say, Jesus Christ, all that matters. That is the heart of this scripture. Not throwing up stop signs, but looking for ways to be equipped, to use tools, to go to new places, to show an open table and to say, you are loved. Let me tie this whole series for you together so you can remember it all. Weeks upon weeks ago, it began, what is your identity? Who are you? Then we talked about how do you take the tools of identity to care others and after you know who you are and after you know the tools of your identity then it becomes how do you go to the scariest place and say jesus christ is lord hold on to those things and even though we may shift into a new sermon series i'm still willing to talk through those things with you don't look for the stop signs look for the third base coach waving around the home base so that we can Bring holes home for Christ. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Generous God, you've poured your blessings on us with abundance and grace. We rejoice and praise your name, offering these gifts as a sign of our joy. Bless these gifts with our gratitude and your amazing grace, that they may bring joy to your people on earth. Amen. Receive the communion kit there in the back, right next to the door. Uh, our friends outside. Yeah. Let's join together for the actions of communion. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join in their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, 
and made with us a new covenant by water and spirit on the night in which that he gave himself up for us. He took the bread. He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith that Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here on these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ. Remember, redeemed by His blood, by your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Please receive the gifts of Jesus Christ. Let's all stand together for closing benediction.
Go with the blessings of God guided by God's wisdom, understanding, and grace. Go with the joy of the Lord to bring joy to a weary world. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.